time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. And welcome to Organized Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing Ecosystem. But as usual, business first. So like I did with Exit and Unlock, I put a poll on Twitter about dice building games. Which do you prefer? And only 20% said they preferred Quarriers, which I'm a little bit disappointed about. 40% said they preferred Dice Masters and 40% chose Other. Ooh, well, what is this Other? People well, need to clarify. I- <laughs> so people weren't that good at actually commenting on what their others were but I did just have a quick look so there is a Lord of the Rings version made by WizKids the same so it uses the Quarriers engine but it's just Lord of the Rings themed that would be quite good I imagine but one then there's others to rule them all uh, yes <laughs> one dice to roll them all surely uh-huh. <laughs> there's one called Roll for the Galaxy which is space themed one there's one called Too Many Bones which I, I didn't have a chance to look at but quite a few people were saying that that was their favorite one too many bones but there's also there was something you type in dice building games and obviously you get all the proper people well technically these are dice pool building games according to the internet the only real dice building game is dice forge and that sounds really good because rather than buying more dice you change the sides of your dice so your dice actually change as the game goes on almost like a dice legacy game I suppose it sounds like well, how do you change it I don't know it would need more research Can't, like, but, so maybe I don't know well no maybe they have clip maybe it's like a like a plastic frame and you clip you can clip things on maybe or I don't know but it sounds like a fascinating concept yeah who knows but yeah so those are those are the general opinions of the Twitter Twitterverse on dice building games and after that I just thought I would compare our frags etc would you believe that Dice Masters actually got a slightly higher frag than Quarriers. Even though I said I preferred it, Quarriers got 14.5 and Dice Masters got 15. So weird, isn't it? Mm. This goes to show when we frag, I, it's, it's fascinating because sometimes it depends so much on just the, the mood or the experience of that particular day, doesn't it? Or whatever. Well, or it's because it's if you're playing it for the first time or not, or you already know yeah, that's true. what to expect. So like the first time, you're like, well, it was a bit more, what is this? How does this work? But by the time you get around to it, a second time or a similar version, then that contradicts yourself because the first the frag for Dice Masters was on based on our first play, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's it's your contradiction in the frag changing your mind. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fair enough. All non-compliance will be reported. Right, as I said, then this week we've played Ecosystem, which was one that you were looking at the other week, wasn't it? Based on Nature Games, and you found it and bought it. I like Nature but, Games. Yes. <laughs> It was your, you can read the box this time. So go for it. Okay. Ecosystem. Build your own ecological network in ecosystem. Biologically derived card drafting game. Ew, that sounds a bit. <laughs> that makes it sound like the least amount of fun possible. Ooh, a biologically <laughs> derived card drafting game. Ooh. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Players choose, pass, and arrange 11 different card types consisting of organisms ranging from bees to bears and environments like streams and meadows. Earn points by aligning animals with habitats where they most flourish. Biodiversity is a rewarded... Hang on, let me start that again. Is it what? This out. <laughs> Biodiversity is rewarded while monocultures are penalised. Each time you play, you build a one-of-a-kind ecosystem, striving to balance the delicate connections between 
between all living things. So you've got 130 cards, score pad rule book. It's 15 to 20 minutes, ages 10 plus with two to six players. And it's by Matt Simpson or designed by Matt Simpson. There you go. Thank you very much. So yeah, basically you each had a each, uh, you each have a hand of 10 cards and you play one from your hand and then you swap your hands around the players. So you are always getting a different hand of cards. You can't rely on, you know, okay, my hand has this in because by the time it gets back to you, someone else might have played that card, etc. And you play your cards in like a grid, don't you, of 20 cards. And it's all just about the logic of making sure you put the right animals in the right place next to the things that they eat or the habitats that they live in and away from things that eat them, etc, etc. Are we having fun yet? So we'll dive straight into tactics. <laughs> I think there's two sort of tactical areas here, obviously. The first one is where you place your cards. And I just put there's quite a lot to remember. If there's how many different organisms did it say there was? How many different like things? Eleven. Eleven. So each animal obviously has its set of conditions for where you should try and put it to score the most points. I guess, or how, you know, same old question as always. How did you go about choosing where to put your stuff? Well, you are given a lovely card key with all yes. the pictures and what they all do and how many cards are in uh, in the deck of each version of biological life form. Um, <laughs> so it's quite straightforward. I mean, you're only putting down one card per turn. Yes. And it's not like there's tons of cards. You've only gotten putting down 20 eventually. So it's quite easy to keep track of. And yeah, you're looking, you're seeing, okay, well, I had like five wolves in my hand and I could see here that the most if you have the most wolves down then you score a lot of points so I was like right well that's obvious so I kept a little corner of my ecosystem just for all the wolves to live and to build up and make sure I had enough and you have to keep them away from foxes you get minus well you don't get any points for foxes near any like wolves so when I had my foxes I put them up in the, the opposite corner you know so yeah I think it's quite it's quite fun to sort of work that out I think yeah I very much tackled it in a logical way so I just looked so right what was the top card in my hand look at the rules for that is there anywhere I can fit it to score no move on to the next type of animal is there anywhere I can fit that and so I was very very logical sort of will that fit no will that fit yes put it down Okay, well, I'm going to start with a meadow. I'm going to start with a stream. Does anybody here like a meadow? It's not, I haven't got any little bees to enjoy the meadow. <laughs> Eagle doesn't like it. Even deer doesn't. Mm. Okay, I'm going to put a deer. Well, I'll put down a wolf. Uh, I'm going to put down fox. I have literally got nothing but wolves now. I'm going to put down bear. I'm going to put down an eagle. Mine's very neat, mm. but I'm not sure whether I've done a good job of keeping everyone happy. All my animals are happy. I am going to put down a wolf. A wolf? I'm putting down bees. No one had any bees. Give me dragonfly. Oh no, I've put bees. I've, I've mixed me bees and me dragonflies. My foxes have definitely got a territory. Definite fox territory. Okay, I'm going to play a trout. Uh, I'm going to play rabbit. Okay, but then look, you can immediately swap two cards. I wasn't need to. Okay. Oh, no, I'm, getting, I'm getting to the point where it's difficult. I don't want having to put enemies next to each other. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. What? No, just that last bear is next to a fox, and bears and foxes don't get on. 
the other sort of strategic element is obviously the knowledge that you are going to be swapping your hands around. So if you were clever enough, you could look at your other players' environments, couldn't you, your ecosystems, and be like, right, they have not got any bees or trout, so I will make sure that when I pass them, I pass them a bear, because then that bear is useless, because bears like bees and bears like trouts. And so, you know, like you could engineer it so that you're passing cards to the opponent that you know that they cannot score points on. Again, that would take a lot of logical calculating, wouldn't it? Which I'm not that good at, but you could. No, I didn't think of it that way. No, yeah, definitely you could do that, but it was enough just to work on your own ecosystem and then whatever's left over just hands back. You're going to get it back a couple of times probably anyway. You know, you know, if you're swapping hands all the time. Yes, and obviously because there was just the two of us, we knew we were just swapping back and forth, but it can go for six players, right? Mm -hmm. And so you would might only see your hand twice in a six player game, wouldn't you? By the time it gets back to you. Yeah, you would never see it three times. So yeah, all that makes sort of, I guess the more players, the harder it is to plan because you have less idea of what's going to be coming back round to you and when. Because like you said, with us two about the wolves, because I knew that your hand had a lot of wolves. So every other turn, probably I was going to get a wolf, you know, so I didn't have to worry about my wolf pack. Yeah, it's, it is unplanned, just like nature. Just like nature, real life. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Times five equals progress. So it's played over two rounds, two hands of 10 cards. So yeah, you end up with 20. But again, that's another sort of obstacle to planning your ecosystem. Because in my first hand, well, in your first hand, you only had wolves and... A couple of meadows and a fox or something. Yeah. So you couldn't plan for like anything coming. And in mine, I had some streams. I didn't have any animals that needed the stream. I didn't have any fish. I didn't have any dragonflies or anything like that. So you had to place them and think, okay, well... Maybe I'll leave a space there because if in round two we do end up with some fish or some dragonfly. And so you have to sort of make that balance, I guess, when you're playing round one. Do I leave some spaces or play that there in the hope that in round two I'll get something useful? Or do I just sort of hedge my bets and block it off? You know, <laughs> did you have any issues with your end of round one ecosystem? Well, it was just full of wolves. They'd completely <laughs> wolves taken over. So I was hoping that I would get some, I wanted some more little insects that would help you get more points to go with my meadows or something like that. So yeah, it was very mammal heavy. <laughs> yeah, I was just hoping for a better hand for the second round. But Fair I think enough. you can, it depends whatever you get, you can deal with it and sort it out as best possible. So that's how I would plan my ecosystem. All these animals, you know, you think you can have a little forest. You don't know if it's going to be taken over by wolves or might have a bear that just turns up one day. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You could do it could work completely on instead of meadows and streams, it would just be different types of flowers and it would attract different types of insects or whatever. Birds that eat the insects. Imagine if you had an ecosystem and then there was like an expansion box for like city builder and you had to like (laughs) someone was Mm. building houses over your ecosystem and you had to like. That just leads me off on a tangent because I was thinking at first when I was looking, you know, setting up, there's only two habitats. There's loads of animals, but there's only streams and meadows. And I was like, yeah, but there's loads more like forests and mountains and whatever and ever. You could get ridiculously big and diverse with all your different species. But then when we were playing it, 
it's such a cute, simple little... I don't think it needs it. I think it's fine as it is. No, it's not designed as a big, massive no. game, is it? It's like a nice, quick mini game. But I would like to see a dinosaur version. I'm just thinking Jurassic Park. You could do this. Dinosaur dinosaur territories. <laughs> Although, just looking at the rule book here on the back, the playtesters, never seen so many playtesters. There's like 30 people listed as playtesters. Does it really need that much? But that's good then. That's why it works, because it's obviously been playtested to shit. Remember, like, some of them, some games we've played, clearly haven't been playtested <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, no, this is good. Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. Right. After you, so it gets to the end of round two. Everyone's got your ecosystem, a little grid, four rows of five. Boom. You move on to the scoring side of things. And at first, I thought that was going to be way complicated. But actually, the scoring is simple enough. You just work your way down the animals. Right. Bears score a point if they're next to this. Everyone totals up their bears. Okay. Bees score a point if they're here. And you've run total. And you just literally work your way down. Right. I've scored this many points for bears, this many points for bees. Da, 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 da. So yeah, that yeah, was really a lot. Sm- yeah, yeah, it was a lot smoother than it looked from the thing. Yeah, I whooped your ass. Oh, and then you've got the diversity scoring. Oh yes, diversity scoring. So any animals that you don't score any points, what are they called? A gap, a gap in gaps, your biodiversity. Yeah. And depending on how many gaps you've got, you either score some points or you lose some points if you've got too many gaps. So there is that insensitive, insensitive. Fuck you. There is that incentive to have as many different types of animals as you can. But then again, it's that balance because if you've got small amounts of lots of different animals, you're not going to be scoring those points for having the biggest wolf pack or having the longest stream or having the biggest meadow. So it's a balancing act as these games always are. But you could get away with completely being non-strategic at all. That was a worry of mine. That I was just, you know, the scoring would be too much to bear in mind and I would just end up just putting down animals wherever and then getting to the end and being like, oh, I've scored three points. You mean, you could yeah. get away with just doing that, you couldn't could. you? You could. You could just make a nice little picture of nature. Yeah, and just see how many... You should try playing it that way. You just put them where you think it looks the best and we'll see who ends up with the most points. <laughs> okay, well, so bears, two points for each adjacent bee or trout. Uh, I guess is that it? You don't get any other points just no. if they're adjacent bee or trout? Yeah, I get zero for bears. Zero for bears for me. Bees, there aren't any bees, are there? Nope. So zero. Meadows... Connected Meadows score 0, 3, 6, 10, 15 points for 1, 2, 3. Okay, so however many meadows you have next to each other. Uh, so I've got two meadows next to each other, which is three points. Yeah, that I also have the same. Okay. Hey, we're good at growing meadows. <laughs> Trout, two points for each adjacent dragonfly or stream. Nope. So I get two points because I've got my trouts next to a dragonfly. Mm-hmm. Eagles, two points for each trout or rabbit that's within two spaces. Yeah, I got two there. Same. Rabbits. I didn't have any rabbits in mind, but you did. One point. You just get a point for rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Dragonflies. Points for total size of adjacent streams. That's what I had to double check. So mine's next to three streams, like a connection of three streams. Uh, So I get, I guess, three points. That one's a little bit unclear. Foxes. Three points if not next to bears or wolves. Yeah. I've done well on foxes. Deer. Two points for each row and column containing at least one deer. But that the same deer can be in a row, like so you can go horizontal and vertically. So that's a- no, you do get them for both. So one deer. All right, here, so I get four points. Okay. Streams. You haven't got any. Nope. Wow. I've got three in a row. So I get eight points. 
for that. Wolves, most wolves. I've got one, two, three, four, four. I've got six. Okay, so you get 12 points and I get eight points. Oh, diversity. Okay, this looks like... Okay, after players have scored the points from their cards, they assess overall diversity by examining how many distinct card types have contributed. Review the card scoring for each player and count the number of card types that did not score any points. These are called ecosystem gaps. Based on the number of gaps, each player receives the following diversity bonus points or penalties. Okay, so gaps. I've got one, two, three gaps. So I score seven points. How many I've got gaps? Five, so I don't get any. Uh, okay, okay. I was to total up the scores then. Okay. Okay, what'd you get? 29. Oh, 47. What? <laughs> I got 12 points for foxes. Well, I had all oh, the wolves took over my ecosystem. <laughs> I'm just going to look up Matt Simpson a second. Okay. Oh, he has. Well, so it's where there is a, a sequel to Ecosystem called Coral Reef, which is all about the fish, but they don't mix together. It's like a standalone sequel. You can't mix the two sets. Well, you can't really build a, a coral reef in the middle of a forest, can you? No, and you wouldn't really have wolves down in the coral reef. So it's understandable that they can't mix together. Oh, I've, yeah, just looking up Matt Simpson, it looks like this is his only game as a designer. But it's a good game. Yeah, I wonder ecosystem, if he's yeah. ecosystem 2019. Oh, ecosystem coral reef is 2022, so that's fairly new. Cool. Oh, and there's one other game here that is his name, his design called Search and Survive, Ooh. zombie apocalypse deck building game. Wow. Okay, that's quite the leap. <laughs> that's all he's done. <laughs> he did that before ecosystem. Uh, okay, uh, that looks quite good actually. That looks was... very similar. Well, no, it doesn't look anything like it at all. Okay. He's completely done something completely different there. But that is all that Matt Simpson has been down as a as a designer for. So. Cool. But yeah, I was gonna say just just before we frag actually, I was like on the box, there's quite a lot of I don't know, is it trying to be a bit more education? You know, like oh biodiversity, monocultures, blah blah blah. It's like, okay, you you've got the lingo and I can see the reasoning, but you don't need any of that. It's just put animals where they score points. Well, surely I was thinking this would go in, is you, you haven't you got a learning category on your whatever it is graph no. of everything no didn't we talk we talked about that though, we did we? talk about it like games being used for education but I didn't put it down as an actual category I think you can learn stuff from any game can't you you could play this in year 7 science you could yes you could Definitely. I don't know if you get that much out of it. No, Maybe that's what I mean. I think I think surroundings. It only goes as far as just having a few fancy words in there. It's not like reasons behind. You know, now oh, you've placed a deer there, children. That is a negative impact on the ecosystem, food web, blah blah blah. And those are, you know, you could ham it up way more. Play to win. win. Anyway, right? Shall we frag? Yeah, fun. Yeah, I like this. It's not. It's like, it's like a relaxing game. I don't. I can't really describe it. It's like a nice holiday playing in the forest relaxing <laughs> game yeah this is another one it's you'd take calming it's not stressful but it is it's fun just to it's really nice pictures we'll get to that and you're just placing one card down and swapping and you're like ah, oh, and you're building up this pitch but it is fun i'm gonna say five wow okay i went for three <gasps> just because again it was very separate you swap your cards but you play everything into your own grid there's nothing that a Effects. I didn't even need to look at your grid, really. I don't need 
to know what you're playing on yours. It's literally just, right, I play a card and then I pass my cards to you. It's, we're quite separate entities, aren't we, when we're playing this? You could do your own super size and you could have done like 40, a grid of 40, and there must be enough cards. You could, yes. Just to make the game longer. I mean, it's what, a 20 minute game. So that's it's not true. supposed to be. Oh, there you go. There you go. Right. That's all it would need. I know it's, it doesn't need an expansion, but you know, these like harmful, you know, like, um, <gasps> don't chemical, bring this. Toxic chemicals. Well, no, I was going to say, I, I mean, you could do that if you want, you know, ecosystem bastard edition, but I just meant like, okay. So me and Bunty were walking around the lake and there was these signs near all the people, you know, fishing. And it's like, if you catch a catfish, do not throw it back. And we're like, why? Why? Because catfish aren't natural or aren't native to it. And they've been introduced and they're really bad for the environment. So if you catch a catfish, you, you just got to kill it and don't put it back. <gasps> so like, no, there could be like an invasive species, like, I don't know, termites, mosquitoes, parasites, something that you could play in your opponent's ecosystem to fuck up their ecosystem. Yeah. Here's an apex predator. Oh, look at you with your nice little rabbits and whatever. Here's a fucking crocodile dial whoops (laughs) (laughs) and i think i don't know something like that would just make it a bit more interactive rather than just a very separate this is my ecosystem and that's your ecosystem and never the twain shall meet (laughs) well if you had a toxic card that had to be in somebody's hand and you're that's when you you've got to pass it back and it's basically whoever gets left with it isn't it at the end has to put it in their ecosystem to play it in their thing yes and yes, so you're, and that, that would take gives up you swapping the swapping element like yeah. back and forth. Yeah, I just think yeah, something like that, something that could be used to damage rather than build. Well, maybe maybe Matt Simpson didn't want any horrid things in his ecosystem. It's supposed maybe to be a not. lovely nature game. Yep, maybe and that's. I'm just out to spoil it. My bad. <laughs> Replayability. I'd say four. Yeah, I was going to go four. I think there's enough, and like obviously, how many cards? 130 cards. So even if you're playing with the full six players you're not going to use all the cards in the game. You're going to have 10 that you're not going to see. So there's tons of different con- combinations. I almost forgot the word combinations. Like you, we had a very wolf-heavy in ecosystem. I had a massive fox territory at the bottom of mine. But there will be others where you could probably build an ecosystem without any wolves or foxes at all. Do you know what I mean? It's enough variety there to uh, to tick on. And it's, yeah, yeah, aesthetic. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? These pictures, the nature pictures are really nice. The box is really box. beautiful. I thought it would be a bigger box. So the cards, aren't full-size cards they're like half size yeah they're like arkham card game card size aren't they the character cards so it's mini it's like a mini mini box but really beautifully made lovely pictures lovely font lovely everything really 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 nice absolute five yeah i also went for a five just all is on the card is just a picture of the animal there's no numbers there's no words it's not cluttered at all and like mark said at the beginning you have that little uh cheat sheet you know like a scorecard that just has what each animal does so when you've played your ecosystem it is just a beautiful mosaic of animals and well you know it just looks very pretty and i think that really works in its favor because there would have been the temptation wouldn't there just at the bottom of the card you know on the fox three points brackets and then i don't know not near wolf or you know you could have a little code or a little symbol for the scoring but it doesn't need it It, you know it's simple enough it's just really pretty yeah mega five gameplay oh well again it's it's a quick game 
game, family game, really easy to pick up. Five. There's really, really simple, I'm really well also, designed. I'm also going for five. Yeah. I yeah, it's just really simple, nice and smooth. Like you said, I think I agree with what you said. Is you know, it's nice and calming. It's not. It's just. It's just nice. It is just a hot, nice. And you can game. play. You want some like AMSMR of like meadow sounds um, in the background while you play. Yeah, some little birds tweeting the occasional like. Sort of creature <laughs> yeah like all that farm ambience bollocks that you listen to that would work <laughs> or like a uh, bear eating a trout <laughs> <laughs> a rabbit screaming as a fox rips it to bits <laughs> isn't that the only time rabbits ever make a noise is when they die when they get like bit well is that true i don't know that's what i heard that's when the only time they scream when they die when they get like you know hit by a fox otherwise they Why don't, else don't make would they any Scream. Hi, Sandra. <laughs> They don't make any other noise throughout their whole life until they die. Oh, that's kind of sad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, good. <laughs> that gives it a frag. It's done really well. 18. I probably don't even need to ask if it's a win or not. I suspect Yay. you're going to say it's a win. It's a win. Yay. There you go. That makes it I'd like eight. to play the Coral Reef version now, actually. Yeah. I'll put it on the list to get. 87.33 to the gamers. Doing really well. Cool. Well, yeah. That's about it. Nice, yeah, Yeah, nice nature game, nice holiday game, I'd say. Choice, good choice. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquum in Arca Operculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. And thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Bye. Now is the time when we stop. Good night.